mind, when I'm confused, when I've got no idea about a topic and I have none other than the best person I know in New South Wales at the moment to help us circumnavigate through this. The lady's name I've got here is Rosie Sullivan from the Australian College of Professionals. She is the director, the college principal. So we are getting the best person. Not only that, She's got to be the only person that I've ever spoken to in 2021 that's got a PhD. Correct. The only person I know that's got a PhD. Rosie, I'm so happy to have you on here. I know it's a rush job, but the Department of Fair, the Office of Fair Trading sent me a text message, which I'm sure has sent many, many people, which is saying, the deadline is looming by Monday. We need to meet certain requirements. And it's all confusing because it's all changed. Rosie, please save us from this confusion. It's not too hard to, to get past the confusion, Tom. And at the moment, you know, you say you, you say you first person I've spoken to that you've spoken to with a PhD. I think at the moment it stands for piled higher and deeper. So um, which is uh, I think where we're all sitting with. Uh, look, so many people are confused. And it's not bad to be confused about this because we've had 17 years of having CPD since we got it in September 2003 into our legislation. And I think everybody took a couple of years to get used to how that worked. Then they changed it a little bit. And now they've changed it, you know, a significant amount. So really it's, we've now got a CPD year. So rather than having to do your CPD by your renewal date every year, we've got a CPD year. So it's the 23rd of March, to the 22nd of March, every single year from here on in. From of here course, on in. So here's the until deal. Until it gets changed again. But at the moment, it's 23rd of March to the 22nd of March every single year. Okay. So I want everyone to know that's watching this, please also remember this is New South Wales. So just in case people are sort of thinking, what's this? This is New South Wales because I know sometimes people jump on Facebook that might be in New South Wales that aren't in New South Wales. And at the moment, Rosie, it's a sprint to Easter. People are rushing to list stock. They're rushing to get stuff sold. We've got a million things going. The end of JobKeeper is worrying some people, so they're whacking properties on the market. Stock has been very, very tight, but we can't get away from this compliance date being the 22nd of March. I'm worried because I've never had the Office of Fair Trading send me a text message about an issue. So obviously, it's top of mind for the authorities. You can't just sort of think, oh, don't worry. It's the first year. I'm sure they're not going to worry about it. Um, I don't think that's the right approach. So, Rosie. I think they're pretty serious, Tom. I mean, um, yeah. you know, we had major changes. We had the major legislation change as of 23rd of March last year. So they've changed CPD. It used to be everybody, everybody, certificate of registration holders and licence holders would get 12 points. We all got used to that. Now it's different CPD for, uh, for assistant agents or certificate of registration holders than it is for licence holders. So licence holders need to do their, their six hours. So, you know, and it's... it's so can you, let's get uh, the basics. What's a licence holder? Who's that? Okay, it's you're working in the industry, you've been granted a licence by Fair Trading. We've now got two categories of licence. We used to have one. You are either a certificate holder or a licence. We've now got certificate holders who are now referred to as assistant agents. And we've got licence holders who are class two licence holders or class one licence holders. Class two licence holders, 
They're agents who are working for somebody else. You know, good agents, experienced agents, got a license, done some extra training, done. Then we've got class one license holders. Who are your licensees in charge? Who are your independent contractors? You know, or people who have, you know, vast amounts of experience. So they're deemed, they can open their own, you know, put out their own shingle, open their own business there. But, but, but some clear, even a class two person could go off and open up an office if they wanted to because they've got a licence. Uh and not unless they hire in a class one license holder to be their licensee in charge. Okay. So we can't clear. run a business anymore without a class one license holder involved. Okay. So so now I've got getting this right. We got a, a class one, class two. Is that right? Sorry. No, we got a license and a certificate. License, class one, class two. Correct. The certificate is just a certificate. There's no classification there. Well, you called, well, they're kind of referred to as class three, but they're also assistant agent. You know, that's the new term that Fair Trading have put on it, which is assistant agent. Okay, so so as of effective, so as of effective of 22nd of March, every year now, these three groups of people, license, class one, class two, and certificate, assistant agents, or whatever term we'd like to describe, need to meet certain CPD requirements. Um, is this no longer? So so, so CPD, when I used to fill out my CPD form, it was done when you're actually renewing your real estate licence because there was a section. Gone. So it is nothing to do with your renewal anymore. You'll still renew your licence in February or July or October or whenever your renewal date is. That won't change. It has absolutely nothing to do with your CPD. Your CPD now has to be done in that CPD year, March to March. That's it. Okay. So I was brought up with 12 points. you got to get 12 points. you got to get 12 points. Do we still get 12 points or not? No. It's now about hours. So there's the majority of agents. It is. It does differ a little bit for, you know, some categories or types of agent. So if for this year, so finishing in five days' time for this year, all class one and class two need six hours. And they've broken it into two, really simply, they've broken it into compulsory. And it's not that the other part isn't mandatory to do, but compulsory means it's compulsory topics set by fair trading. So they've set three topics that we have to cover in the compulsory three hours. So I'm clear. Three hours compulsory, three hours elective. Spot on. Six hours gives you what you need to stay out of jail. It's spot on. Okay. Spot on. Next year, as of next Wednesday or Tuesday, that'll change, but we'll talk about that after then. For right now, what people need to do by by next Monday night is they need to do their six hours. So six hours of compulsory, which can only be offered by approved providers that that Fair Trading have said are approved providers of compulsory training. And then there's your elective, which, you know, has a really broad range of areas. And so long as it's about real estate practice, uh, then it's relevant for elective training. So, okay. so, 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 Rosie, this is relevant to both licence and certificate. No, this we're just at this point in time talking about licence holders. Certificate holders have a totally different type of CPD. It is they, do they have do they have to have the deadline of the 22nd of March as well? They most certainly do. Okay, so we're going to start talking about actions. And I I would assume as we're speaking, there could be a little bit of anxiety and stress coming in because today is Wednesday. 
We got Thursday, Friday, Saturday, which is a work day for most agents. Busy, busy. Sunday, you know, it's not normally happening for uh, anyone. It's relaxing. But then we've got Monday. I presume Monday being Monday's a business day, you're allowed to actually do do your training. Um, Is that right? You can do training any day or any night of the week. So in, uh, light, in light of the deadline I'm getting at. In light of the deadline, you have basically until midnight on the on Monday the 22nd to get your CPD done. Okay. So um, should people be stressed and anxious? Well, if they haven't done anything, they've got some work to do. They shouldn't be stressed or anxious. That doesn't help anybody on any level in their life. You know, there's enough things outside of this to stress you. This should just be a job on your to-do list right at the top of your to-do list at the moment. Uh, that you need to tick off by Monday. So, you know, it's... What happens, what happens, you reckon, if you don't do it? Well, you know, they've been pretty clear about, uh, you know, the compliance here. And they've said under the Act, under the regulations, you know, that it is actually anyone that fair trading can actually take disciplinary action against somebody for a breach of the of the Act. So that's licence holders and certificate holders. So really, the breach of the Act includes the rules of conduct. And so, you know, we've been talking you know, forever about the rules of conduct. We've got a few extra ones in the regu- in the change to legislation last year. But really, it's also, in the case of a licensee, it's also a breach of the supervision guidelines, which is, again, linked to Section 31 and 32 of the Act. Therefore, there's, there's breach and there's penalty infringement notices that apply to that. Look, I haven't ever seen them take a, a licence or a certificate from people. That doesn't mean it hasn't happened. But I haven't seen anyone lose it for for lack of doing CPD. But you know they're they're saying our period of in, you know regulatory intent is over. They're coming out to look as of the second of April. So you know they're going. This is one of the things they'll be asking when they walk through your door. This is New South Wales Fair Trading Investigators. They'll be asking for that. The maximum fines come down to you know eleven thousand dollars for the individuals, twenty two thousand dollars for your corporation. Clearly, it wouldn't be at that level, you know, because. Again, I've never seen a, a full fine uh, put on somebody. Uh, but, you know, there's still a monetary fine. There's, you know, a black mark against you in terms of fair trading. And once they walk through the door and see that's wrong, what else are they going to look at whilst they're in there? And we're all human. So we've all got there's There's always going to be something in your office that isn't quite right. So, as much, you know, as hard as you try, there's you've missed a file or you've missed, you know, there's something. Uh, you just don't need that to be happening anywhere. Okay, so let's be solution focused, absolutely action oriented, and let's have a look at what we can do, not what we can't do. And Rosie, the people that are watching this now uh, on Zoom and on Facebook, uh, I want to ask you what can we do to help agents be compliant by Monday? Okay, there's two separate offers one for assistant agents, one for licensed agents. Let's do the licensed agents first because really they're the easier easier group to deal with because they've got six hours. Now, firstly, uh, for licensing... By the way, everyone, that you're listening here, I wanted to let you know I didn't go off and get Rosie on because, you know, she drinks coffee at my local coffee shop and I said, oh, yes, Rosie, come on in. We might get a few people to come in and do a course. No, no, no. I've done my research. We've got Angus Rain, who I've worked with a long time, highly rates up. The Novaks, Jamisons, that do a lot of work for our real estate gym members. Um, so she runs a reputable business that's been going for nearly two decades. 
She's the owner of that business and she is highly, highly credentialed, as I said, with the qualifications, but more importantly, she's got some key clients that are raving fans. So I'm letting you know, just in case you thought to herself, who has Tom got up here? This is who Rosie is. So Rosie, go for it. Tell me, what can we do? Okay, what can we do? We've obviously... You know, you and I, we like looking for solutions on things because there's there's no point in talking around a topic if you can't give a solution to how it's going to make people's lives better. So in terms of, so we've got the compulsory, we've got the elective. Let's deal with the elective first because that's a nice easy one. Members of your, you know, we, you and I talked about it in the last couple of days, members of your gym, they spend inordinate amount of hours with you over a year's period, you know, basically in training. Yeah. And, you know, they're covering real estate practice, they're, they're covering their strategies, their procedures on how they do things, and, you know, they're doing that at way in excess of three hours over a year. Rosie, the gym members that I'm talking about here, let me give you an idea. Apart from sitting through Kickstars for three hours, yes. apart from sitting through Arex two days face-to-face, two yes. days face-to-face. Now, having said that, I've got to say, COVID-19 meant that last May we, there wasn't an ARIC, but we did have a virtual ARIC, which far exceeded those hours. And then every week they're getting about an hour of content, you know, every week that they're consuming. So uh, the, 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 the diligent ones are mm. far exceeding the requirement of the three hours. Absolutely. So in terms of that, they've got their receipts for their, mem- their gym membership. Correct. Uh, you'll have your you have something on your website that they'll be able to download to say Correct. that what they're doing as a gym member actually meets the uh, elective requirements for CPD. So for your gym members, absolute easy tick. Get onto your website, download that CPD uh, information uh, requirement sheet, and, and that and that, my friends, for gym members is going to be up tomorrow morning. You'll have that up. It'll be very clear. We'll even send an email out to actually take you to the direct spot. So that will be done through that way. Yep. And and it's really important that they print that off and, or scan it or something and put it into their CPD register because that is a requirement. Put it into their register as a personal agent. Give it to their licensee in charge who has to keep a CPD register. So if we, when you're talking compliance, make sure you do that last step to make sure if and when fair trading walks through your door, have you got a CPD register? Yes. Is it all complete and filed? And, you know, it doesn't matter if it's electronic. In fact, better if it's electronic. Tick, you've got it done. So, you know, that's the easy part. Then we've got, so that's the elective done. Then we've got the CPD compulsory. It's three hours. And, you know, we've actually, having spoken to you, we've put on a couple of extra webinars between now and Monday. So we've got some face-to-face happening Thank in you. CPD Thank you. on Friday, which still has some places in it. So what so so what time is the Friday one? Friday is nine till twelve for the compulsory. Yes. If they, you know, if they're not gym members and they want elective, then yes, that's on as well. But we're just looking at talking about the compulsory. And I've got I'm doing a webinar tomorrow evening. We've got a webinar on Sunday morning for those people who uh, you know need to get it done and don't have time. And I've got another one on Monday morning. So okay. So compulsory, we've got four options. Um, we've got four options. Now, Susan, um, or they can actually do it online. Just a, a, no, a normal online, no interaction with us at all. Okay, so there's two options. There's an online, no interaction, and then there's a Zoom, which you're holding uh, four of them. And um, can you explain to me 
um, like how do they connect? How do they connect to okay. do those compulsory well, ones? All they have to do is they go to our website, super easy website, ACOP for Australian College of Professionals, acop.edu.au. Front page, as soon as you open up my, my uh, website, there is a great big yellow box and says, do you urgently need your CPD? We put it up there today. It yeah. links directly into what courses are left between now and Monday. So really easy. They choose which one they want. They click in, they enrol, they, you know, if it's an online, they pay whatever they need to do. If they're a gym membership, we've got a code for them where they'll get a 20% discount that we're offering to your members. Gang, we've got a 20% discount. So the code is REG20, REG20, and you're getting a 20% discount, which takes away the webinar from $145 to $116 and the online version from $99 to $79.20. Now, let me ask you, do they both take the same amount of time in hours, online and Zoom? Yes. Uh, Yeah, look, and and it depends on how... It would be more fun, wouldn't it? Zoom would be more fun because you can actually ask questions on the way through and there's a learning, you know, I think there's a better learning outcome because real estate agents, you know, we all know because, you know, we, we, we've all we've all got this in our bones that we want to talk to people. You know, we want to interact with people and Zoom gives you that capacity to, to hook in. We don't stop people from talking. Turn your mic on, talk to us. With you know, we're, we're here to be talked to. So, you know. What time's the Sunday one on? Nine till 12. Okay. 9 a.m. So maybe maybe, log in. You can wear your jammies. Okay. So 9 to 12. What time's the Monday one on? 9 till 12. Okay. What time's the Thursday one on? 5.30 till 8.30. And then the Friday? Uh, The Friday is a face-to-face I've got in the city here, in Sydney CBD. That's obviously dearer, isn't it? It is, and it's 9 till 12. And it's nine to twelve. But when they pre- when they go to the website, and Rosie, what I'm going to ask you to do is at the end of this seminar, either you or and Susan, just go to the comments on Facebook on my page and type the URL in there to make it easy for our Facebook people. And in the chat box, in the chat box, what I might do right now, Rosie, is you tell me what it is so people can see it. It's www. A-C-O-P. A-C-O-P. Dot E-D-U. Dot E-D-U. Dot A-U. Dot A-U. It's up there. We're going to put that on Facebook. That link will take you there. Then you pick the options. I presume you pay online. Everything's done online. You pay online. You pay online. Gang, don't forget, REG20, real estate gym members, we'll cross-reference that to make sure you are a gym member. And I have to say to you that all of a sudden, things are clearer for me. They're clearer. Can I add one more thing? Because we've only talked about licence holders, Tom. Yes, yes, yes. Can we cover? Yes, can we cover? Can we correct? Can we cover the non-license holders? The non-license holders should have, in the past twelve months, should have started working towards their license because they have four years to get license now. You can't sit on a certificate of registration for the rest of your life anymore. 
So they've got four years, but every year their CPD is a minimum of three units of competency, not three hours, not three bits. It's three full units of competency uh, towards their licence. So out of their certificate for qualification, they've got to do. Th- they've already done five to get their certificate of registration. This is they've got to get three more. Now they've left. You know, it's really late. It's really tight. Uh, but they would need to be contacting us, you know, today, tomorrow, and we go through a recognition of prior learning process because there is really, unless someone is going to spend the next few days on this, they haven't got time to do a module, you know, the three units. Okay. So, Rosie, wh- how do they contact you about that? I presume if they go to the website, there's got phone numbers there. Phone numbers, emails, it's all on the front page. Contact us. It comes into our inquiries email. We're dealing with those. Mind you, there's, it's taking us a few hours to get back to people on, on emails at the moment simply because there's so many calls and inquiries coming in, mostly from assistant agents who haven't done their thing. Again, licensed agents, easy. Do your hours. Here's a course, done. Assistant agents, every single person is different because they have, they're bringing to the table different experiences. Okay. Rosie, a couple of things that have come up. Uh, Michael Poulos has put down the Sunday webinar isn't live at the moment. I presume he's gone on there already and he can't see it up there. Or yeah, I, I, I thought I saw it there. Okay, so Michael, go listen. to the webinar. Go to the web. It's broken into face-to-face webinar and online. Go into the webinar one. And there's one on Sunday morning. Okay, go to the webinar one, not the face-to-face. Carl Harford. How are you, Carl? I have an employee who has only just completed her first five units for her certificate. Is that all that is needed until the next CPD? Okay, this is a little bit more complicated. It's about when did they actually get their certificate issued from Fair Trading? Is it since Christmas? If you can give us that answer, I can tell him what he needs to do. November is the answer. November, they're supposed to be doing one unit of competency. Again, November, get yeah, and they've got the new competency, so it's quite hard. So, again, that's a that's a question that we'd have to look at the individual person and we'd need to look at some recognition of prior learning in the next couple of days. Carl, jump on the phone, give them a ring there, be patient. Um, they might have a few people, but that's the answer. Then we've got Jane Johnson. I have a certificate but have not yet begun working in the industry. Do I need to do a CPD before Monday as well? Um, well, fair trading say you do. The you know the CPD guidelines say you do. Yeah. Uh, in terms of because she's not actually racking up her time yet to be working for an agent, then you know you'd, you'd have to go. Oh, really? You know it, the 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 line that fair trading would come on would be yes. The line that. You know, you'd you'd probably take a bit of a, a question on it and say, well, once I start working in the industry, I've still got to work for a year before I can get a license. You know, we're back to where we were pre two thousand and three, Tom. You'll remember it. You had to have two years on a certificate, get your license in charge to sign off and do your course. That's how you know. That's how most of us got our licenses back then. In fact, that's how all of us got our licenses back then. But you know, then there was now it's one year on a certificate. So if she hasn't even started doing that yet working for somebody, then she's going to have to still work for a year before she can start. So, I mean, you know, there's an argument either way. Uh, She could probably ring and clear that with fair trading. If she rings the main fair trading line, ask to be put through to the licensing branch, not to um, services New South Wales. Okay, perfect. One final one. If I receive my registration in February this year, how should I approach it? Zero, nothing. 
You do nothing. That's your answer there, to, Michael. Three units of competency by next March. Okay, there's some more questions here. Let me just go through these. I have a certificate of registration from 2018, currently doing the licence course. What do I need to do? Well, they need to have finished three units of competency and get a statement of attainment from whatever registered training organisation they're doing that through. And that's their CPD. So if they're currently doing the licensing course, great, they're actually doing the right thing. That's perfect. But they need to have completed three units of competency towards the, the in this last year. So they need to get their statement from the college. Okay, there's another. I don't even know whether this is a question, Rosie, but Sam Wells has got also fair trading via email, in quotation marks. The information contained on the site is not correct, hence why I inform you that we cannot provide exemptions or extensions. Don't ah, know. Okay, so, gang, listen, I'm pretty excited. I'm also excited I because... We've got an answer back from fair trading there. That's, that's a good answer to have because... You know, they're very clear about the fact that if you've got a certificate, you need to do your CPD. If you've got a license, you need to do your CPD. It's you know, it, it's it's a no-brainer. It's if you've got a license, a car license, you renew it. If you've got anything else license, every industry has this, and you've got to do it. Now, one final one, Elizabeth Hickey. Hey, I did my registration in uh, March one, two thousand and twenty, and I've just started working in the industry. What do I need to do? I'm still confused. Well, she got her certificate. Pre the last uh, March season. one, yeah, March one last year. Yeah. Okay, then she needs to do three units of competency towards her license. You sure do. That's what you got to do, Elizabeth. I'm also very happy because Rosie, I'm in the same category. I need. I'm a license holder, and I'm also wanted to ask you on my license. It also says auctioneer, licensed agent, and auctioneer. Does that have? Does that in any way change things? No. No, it's, it doesn't matter how many categories of license have you got. It doesn't matter how many. Remember, an auctioneer's accreditation is an endorsement of your license. It's not another license. And if you have a strata license, a real estate license, a stock and station license, you still only have to do six hours. Okay, it doesn't matter how many categories you've got. It's still the six hours. Next year, we'll start talking about nine hours for class one people, but not now. That's after next Tuesday. Okay, so gang, exciting stuff for our gym members, letting you know that you most likely are going to be all good if you just follow the process and have downloaded that form that we're going to give you. It's going to give you the three hours of elective. You're going to enroll in one of the four or five options that you've got. I most likely will be doing the Sunday option. I presume Sunday morning, Tom. Sunday morning. I presume. Oh, listen, even if you're someone that goes to church, you'll simply, you're doing the right thing. You're going to stay out of jail. You can keep serving people. God will say it's okay to do that. Right? Go Sunday night. Go to church Go Sunday, Sunday night. night. Go to Sunday night. Now, Rosie, I presume it's as simple as when you go in and you do your normal online form, you pick it, you pay for it with a credit card online, and then yeah, you know that you're set. Is it gonna when you, is it gonna be a Zoom link that gets sent out to you? No, no, no. You get a link to a, a Moodle course, right. which is the platform that we use for for the for the online training. There's some slides to read and some you know just you know to fly around a bit on the screen. You answer some questions because part of compulsory CPD is it we need to have it assessed, yeah. and that's a fair trading requirement. And so it actually it. You can't fast track anything here. It's about you need to go through the slides, you need to answer the questions, you press submit at the end, it comes back to us, and you won't you won't be actually get the opportunity to press submit until you've 
read all the slides till you've answered the questions. You'll get the opportunity to press submit and off it comes to us, you'll get your certificate. And if you can't do any of those options, you can do an online option at the time that you want, which might Absolutely. be 2, two o'clock, in the morning. Two o'clock two in the morning, morning right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, Rosie, I'm pretty pumped and excited. I'm treating this seriously because I've got to say to you, guys and girls, I think you wouldn't be able to get away with it when the Office of Fair Trading will say, but hang on a second, we've got a record that we actually even informed you by text message on this day, right? Like, it's out there. This is not like we didn't know. We do know. One final question: On average, how many hours work is in how many hours work is involved in three units of com competency? May I ask? Look, you know, by the time you've read the materials and you've got to put an assessment together, and the assessments are quite, you know, are quite robust in terms of there's some project work, there's some questions online to do. You know, you're looking at probably, you know, somewhere between, you know, depending on how fast you work, fifty, hundred hours worth of work, you know, for three units of competency, it's it's a big deal. You're getting a qualification out of this. It's not just a top-up, which is what, what our CPD is, to make sure that we're all compliant with legislation and processes. It's actually getting your qualification. So, you know, there's, there's, some, um, there's some work to do. Okay. Listen, we're all good. Guys and girls, it's 2 o'clock. We're signing off. Rosie, absolute pleasure. Let you get back to My work. Worst time. Thanks, Pete. You're going to be run off your feet. Guys and girls, um, you've got the uh, the website. I'll just repeat it again, www.acop.edu.au. Signing off. Thank you so much, Rosie. Thanks so much, Tom. See you later. Bye.